Welcome to Girl Talk with your host, Melissa Ann. Girl Talk is that show which discusses the real issues black women face being a mom, a dad, a wife, a girlfriend, a sister, a co-worker, a therapist, or whatever hat black women wear on any particular day. Why? Because black women are just dope. Without further ado, here is your host, Melissa Ann. Welcome to Girl Talk. Wow. With your girl, Melissa Ann, we have two awesome guests with us today. Um, Two ladies who are very powerful writers, and I'm so excited for you to meet them today. But more importantly, for they and I to discuss an upcoming project that we are working on together, which has been loads of fun. And today we wanted to present that project to you so that you um, can get some of this power that these ladies exemplify. So without further ado, Alicia, will you introduce yourself? Hi, Melissa. This is Alicia Nunn, and I am author of epic fantasy novel, Ashura's World, The Queen of Heaven Returns. And I just want to thank you for inviting me to appear on your podcast. Awesome. And and I want people to learn more about your book. And we'll talk about that later because your book is very, very, very powerful. Goldie, without further ado. Hello, my name is Goldie Pompey, and I am an author and a trade book publisher. My book is called Making Up with the Universe. And trade book publishing, it is black owned and black operated. And, um, you know, we're just looking to inspire women and people of color to tell their stories. And I just want to thank you for having me today. Oh, it's my pleasure to have both of you. Listen, I have the pleasure of meeting both of you, first of all, on Instagram. And we talk about that where um, some of your biggest supporters are people you don't even know. But um, although we didn't know each other and we connected It's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you and considering you both friends and powerful women in my circle. And so I wanted to have the opportunity to get you on um, my podcast today just to talk about the project that we're working on, Sis You Can Heal. Either one of you or both of you can respond and tell me what that means from your perspective. Well, for me, that means that And this comes from my own experience and the experiences of so many powerful black women that I've met. No matter what you experience, no matter what you are going through, you can get through it. You can heal and you can tap into the incredible power source that we call black girl magic that's inside of every black woman that can help you get through it, that can help you heal, that can help you discover your true destiny and your true purpose. And so that's when we, when I say sis, you can heal, that's what I'm saying. And that's powerful. Black yes. girl magic is powerful. We'll, we'll dig a bit, powerful. a little bit deeper into that after Goldie gives her response. I don't know how I can follow that up. <laughs> I think that is exactly what it is. Um, to me, it's, you know, also being vulnerable, which helps you find your tribe and, you know, helps you, Um, have a circle of people around you while you're healing and and finding out why these things have happened to you and how to get over them and to not also pass them on to your friends, family, your children, and things like that. 
Do you find that a lot of times as as black women, we hold in all of this pain? Um, do you find that writing is a release for both of you? Absolutely. This is Alicia. Um, my whole writing um, story started with journaling, actually. Um, I, when I was going through some tremendous, tremendous challenges, um, when I say tissue can heal, I say that from experience because um, so many different painful experiences I was having, journaling helped me get through it. And so um, journaling, my journals turned into my first book, which was a self-esteem, self-help book. Um, I'm also a licensed clinical social worker and I've done therapy for several years. And so that background helped me develop this book, this self-esteem workbook as well. And also working with youth and um, arts helped me tap into my writing abilities. And then that's when the Ashira World novel came out of me. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I remember I was about 10 years old and my aunt got me the Iyamla Van Zant journal. Um, <laughs> and I have been reading for a very long time and always writing things and was not always able to vocalize what I was feeling, right? Or maybe I couldn't say it because my mother was like, you won't talk to me that way. Or, you know, those are not the things that you say to your parents. Um, so I would just write them down or write a poem, um, never really share it with anyone, but just a way to get it out was to write it down. Yeah, and a lot of, I mean, it's really a good way to release and release stress. And, but I think from, what we're trying to do here um, with Sis You Can Heal is kind of give a forum for women through prose as well as through storytelling from Alicia's standpoint of, yeah, there are women out there. And what I always say is I see you because I am you. There's women out there that you can identify with that are going through the very same thing you're going through, but you have to build a circle. You can't lose alone. You know, in the sales world, we talk about not losing a loan and bringing in other parts of the business to help you win business. So what are some of the things that you would say from your perspective that women need to do to win? Well, that's powerful. And I can tell you right now, healing, if you want to win, you got to allow yourself to heal. And as you said, um, Melissa, a lot of times we hold in a lot of our pain. We hold it. We hold it in. We hold it in. We suffer in silence and expressing it and getting it out, like you were saying with writing, that's one way and there's so many other ways, but you gotta, you gotta like face it. Things can be painful. You don't wanna deal with it. We avoid it. Like whether it's with addiction or other different distractions, things to distract us from whatever we're going through. But it's something about the healing process. When I say you tap into that black girl magic, face that pain, you deal with it, you heal, tap into that black girl magic, and then you can win. And also along with that, I think as sisters, as black women and, and women in general, we need to see each other as a community and not competition. Amen. Yes, because we all have the same pains. We go through the same struggles in love and relationship in society. We, I mean, like we're going through the same things. Why, why not lift each other up, hold each other up and let's heal together. And that's what, that's part of what this um, book tour is all about. Amen. Goldie, anything you want to add? Seeing each other as community, you know, that is a big one. I know I've been blessed to say that my closest friends and family, we've all been looking at each other as community and it was not a competition. Um, but 
a lot of times asking how, you know, I can be there for you. Um, the other thing is that sometimes you don't know how to tell someone you need them to be there for you. Uh, so even if they're asking, you don't really know what that means or how to say you need help in that space. Um, so just continuing to be support for each other and not just, oh, here's another, you know, person who, who is down. Um, we need to build each other up at times like that and sometimes help people trap, uh, tap into their traumas because we don't even realize that it's the trauma that's keeping you from speaking up. You don't know that you're going through this uh, with someone else, right? We think everything is just us. And we sit at home and we're just like, why me? Meanwhile, you know, your friend down the street, your, your mother, you know, your sisters, we don't even realize people in the same household are struggling and we don't talk to each other about those things. Um, but yeah, if we looked at each other more as a community um, and not as competition or, you know, not as someone who may judge you, but as someone who could possibly help you and you could, you know, be vulnerable with each other, I think that would help us a lot. You know, what I found um, in my writing is that I had to experience some things. Um, I've been writing for a long time, but I, I, I don't think I experienced enough to feel the growth um, in my writing until I experienced more, until I had cancer, until I had homelessness, until I had to to actually be a single mother to a grown woman who is now a grown woman. And all the things in between there um, has matured my writing. And then as you get mature or older, you figure out you, you have a change in mindset. You have a growth mindset that says, I need to get to X by this age now. So what do I need to do differently? What are some of those things, Alicia, that you've um, recognize that you need to do differently as you mature. But Goldie, you still, you're the youngest one in the group. What have you realized now, or what would you tell your even younger self that you need to prepare for? So I'll let, uh, let's let Goldie go first. I think the biggest thing is listening. You know, I think we, we, at my age, I'm 34. I think it's a lot of I know. I still think I know. I'm just realizing that I don't know anything. Um, and it's just a lot of listening and not just to your parents, you know, or to your parents, peers, even to your friends. Because again, a lot of times people are going through things and experiencing traumas that you don't know. So when they're telling you a word, it's a word. You know, mm -hmm. it's not just them talking out of thin air. They've experienced and gone through something that they haven't told you about, but their advice is coming from, you know, what they have been through. So um, I'm using the wait method right now, um, <laughs> which is just waiting and listening to what other people are saying and not just knowing everything because I'm a big person. I know, I know. And um, I think that listening factor has been huge. A lot of times, like you said, um, you, it's not that you, you just don't have the tools right now, right? And this is a way to get them by listening and experiencing even other forms of art. A lot of times people think, oh, I have writer's block. You just don't have what you need to finish the story. It's not a writer's block. <laughs> you haven't experienced this thing yet. You know, you haven't heard enough about it or dealt with it enough to um, dive in and, and give it your all. You know, it would just be incomplete. You know, if you wrote about it, people wouldn't feel it the same as if you listen to someone, if you experience these things and wrote about it from a different point of view. Absolutely. And, you know, I've heard many people say, 
Um, you have two ears and one mouth. Listening mm -hmm. is essential, right? Mm -hmm. and before, you, before you open your mouth. So Alicia, I toss it over to you. Wow, um, yes, that's why we got the two ears so we can listen more than we talk, okay. I, I, that's a big one for me too. That's a big lesson that I've learned. I'm um, a little more mature as far as age than Goldie. <laughs> I've got a few more <laughs> years, but that has been a great lesson for me as well, listening because I am, I am a powerful black woman and um, sometimes I can be very strong-willed, which it has helped me be determined and tenacious and, um, and to overcome tremendous obstacles but sometimes that strong will <laughs> can prevent a, a person from listening when we need to listen and even falling back and letting someone else, you know, um, some, someone else take the lead or someone else, uh, someone else's perspective, you know, listening to somebody else's perspective. Um, I think that's one thing with being strong willed or uh, uh, what, what is it? What's another word for strong willed? Uh, stubborn. <laughs> I, I've had to learn how to listen. <laughs> Come a long way with that. That's one of my greatest le uh, life lessons as well. But also, um, the, my biggest was is self love. I'm a I'm a very compassionate and loving person, but yeah. I loved everyone else but myself. When I gave everybody compassionate, but myself, I, I was always very perfectionistic. I was always um, like extending, overextending myself a workaholic, just killing myself, you know, just to, um, I just, I learned, I'm learning how to chill, how to, how to fall back and how to take care of myself first, because I have to, you know, I always used to put everybody before myself. And so I, my goals got put on the back burner. So now I'm learning, I'm in another stage of life. I'm following what I feel like is my destiny and my purpose. And I've had to like, not care what other people think. That's where a lot of self-love came in, I used to just feel what other people think, people judging me, and now I have got to the point where, oh, I love you, but I really don't care. I, this, is, this is something that I need to do, and so, you know, I don't need anybody else's approval. So that, that made me powerful beyond belief when I got that mastered. You don't need <laughs> anyone else's approval. You yes. are enough. You are enough. Yes. So I want to jump into our event. So we have three topics that we're focused on um, through prose and poetry and, and storytelling. And the first one is soul is my vibe. The second one is bruised but not broken. And then the one, the last one is healed and repaired. So we're going to talk through all three of them, but I want to gain your perspective of what do you want people to get from each of them? So if we start from soul is my vibe, what is um what is it that you want people to get out of that that section of the program to me it's nurturing you know just things that have made you who you are today from from youth you know from being a young girl it could be the food that you ate you know um the words that your grandparents or your parents spoke to you um you know, sitting on those porches back in the day, you know, stoop kids, um, just anything that has shaped you in a good or bad way that has contributed contributed to your life, um, just making you who you are. 
I mean, along the way, you know, things have changed, but just those things from youth that you just hold on to and remember and kind of draw back to when you get older and you're like, you know what? My mother said this. <laughs> uh, yeah, to me, that that's so. Just for, so you know, Goldie, you become your mother, but that's what uh-huh. you're talking <laughs> Yes, you do. Whether you want to or not, you're going to look back and be like, okay, when did I, when did I become my mother? <laughs> well, for me, um, soul is all about like who we come to this earth as. That is soul. And a lot of times when we're young, early in our life, we are the essence of who we are. And then like life happens and we kind of get away from who we are. We let other people try to get their approval or their opinions or their expectations change the, or even trauma. That's one, a big one that can change us, change the, the essence of who we are. And that's our soul, who we, who we came to this planet as, who, who our expression, our uniqueness. Um, that to me, that, that is our soul. And when I start talking about black girl, girl magic, for black women, that is at, at the core of us, that magic that, that people, you know, that people look, look up to and want to em, em, emulate and copy and just be that, that essence that we have that I think that is a big part of our soul. Yes, yeah, it's a celebration. Yes. Right? You're celebrating the things and, and Goldie, um, it's funny because I was having a conversation with some other friends about comfort foods. And I'm like, I'm actually going to do a podcast on that because I remember some of the foods that my mom made. And I'm like, man, that was really a comfort food, but probably was because she couldn't afford some things. And mm-hmm. so she had to make it up. So um, definitely is a part of your soul. You yeah. know, food is a part of your soul that you don't even think about that. You know, you're, you're still use, you're still making those things today, but they do have a story. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me soul is about everything around us like what encompasses what what's what are we experiencing the experience the celebration the proudness that that encompasses soul for me so when you look at um bruised but not broken what what does that mean for you too it can be anything from you know something traumatic to even because also trauma is different for everyone you know what i may think is small or minor is huge for someone like for me support is a big thing and it has been super traumatic for me to feel like people have not supported me growing up so now in my adult life i find myself pushing that on people in relationships like why aren't you there like uh sis like calm down relax (laughs) but for me you know that was a part of, of that's a bruise like there is something there um, you know, that is hindering me from being my best self because I'm so fixated on this thing, but I'm not broken. You know, there's work that can be done there. It doesn't mean that I can't be loved or be supported in this space. It just may take some time, uh, you know, to get there and feel as whole as I would like to feel. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's just certain traumas. And, uh, again, for some people, it may be small things and for other people bruised, is big, you know, something that you really may need to go to a therapist for because a friend cannot sit there and help you through that. But that doesn't mean that you're broken, you know. Um, you just need to find the right support to help you through it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally agree with what Goldie said, and I also I just believe also that you know we go through things in life, you know, that life can just 
bring so many things that hurt us. We get hurt, but that does not define us. Our pains and the things that we go through, our difficulties do not define us. We are not broken. We are whole and complete just the way we are. We're beautiful, powerful, whole and complete. We get hurt, but we can heal. That does not destroy us. We can come back, we can be restored, we can be healed. And no matter what we go through, it does not change the fact that we are beautiful, powerful, whole and complete just the way we are. That's right. And then that moves us into being healed and repaired, right? You have to go through some things to get healed. You have to, have to, have to, you know, when you have a boo-boo and you rip the band-aid off, it hurts, it's exposed, but it can't heal until that air gets to it. That's what my mom used to say. You covering up a wound, it can't heal until you take off the band-aid and let the air get to it. So when you think about healed and repaired, what what do you want people to get out of that um, that that topic on April 17th? Well, as I said, when we first started out, um, no matter what you go through, no matter what you've been through, no matter what you go through, you can heal. That's what it's saying. You're going to get through it. You know, get the help that you need. Like we said, some of us can heal through written expression, going to therapy, spirituality. There's so many uh, ways to heal. Um, but just know that no matter what you're going through, you can get through it. You can come, can come out on the other side of whatever you're going through stronger, wiser, and more powerful than you could ever imagine. Just like uh, what Melissa said, you know, her writing got more powerful after she went through some hurts going through some things and coming out of it, you develop so many survival skills, life skills, you develop wisdom, perspective, compassion, compassion, you become less judgmental of other people. It, it, it's just, you know, when you're going through it, it seems like the end of the world. But when you come out of it, you're such a, you're a much better person for it. That's yeah. hard to say if you've been through something traumatic and, and, you know, I've been through some very traumatic things myself, but I came out of it so much more powerful. It's unbelievable now that I'm on the end of, of the end of it to look back. I'm like, wow, I came through that. I did not know I was capable of doing that. It made me so much more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can, as you go through things, you're able to identify people that haven't gone through something yet, right? Or they aren't identifying that they've gone through something yet. And that's what I feel like I want people to get out of this whole event is that it's okay. It's okay to not to not be okay. And you can heal and you can move on through, you know, either comfort, you know, through understanding that you're bruised, but you're not broken. There are overcomers in this in this group and make sure that you heal so you can get to the purpose that that God has prepared for you to have. Yes. So, yeah. It's all about purpose. Remember yes. that it's all about purpose. Yes. There's some purpose in your pain. There is purpose to what you're going through. Remember that that can help you get through it. We have a few minutes left. I want you guys to talk about who you are and, and how people can reach you. But before that, I want uh, to talk about um, Goldie. Maybe you could talk about it and Alicia add to it. Talk about the event that we're having on. We have three three dates, but 
Uh, let's talk about the event and how people can sign up and, and, and why. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> uh, I've never done anything like this before. You ladies are super talented. So I'm just like, you guys have to be here. Like you have to hear what they, what they're saying about healing and growing. And it could be because I'm a millennial, you know, and I don't usually get this type of conversation and honesty from older people they're not older people like that but you know more mature seasons mature mature older older gonna get you smacked <laughs> i don't get the same conversation it's not as vulnerable it's just you don't know anything yet you know um but people don't necessarily divulge and you can't expect me to understand what you're trying to say to me about I don't get it yet if you're not even telling me what's you know what there is to get um I just feel like you think you know everything and you feel like I think I know everything but we're not communicating and I think here in this space and with your work there's a lot of communication there's a lot of vulnerability so it makes me excited about like okay what are we going to be talking about like what's happening and you know what is this next chapter and I am Ashira you know what is this next chapter in the book so um it gets me excited and I think people need to and I'm I I won't just speak for millennials myself, right? I want to be here to hear what you all have to say um, because I'm not saying that I'm 100% healed and gone through everything, but just hearing your stories and you know how you connect to your story. And it's not just the book that you wrote, you know? Um, it's powerful to me. So I'm just like, wow, they've really gone through something and they're talking to me like I'm an adult and not like I'm a child. So I feel like I can grow and learn here. Um, and I'm really excited for that. Um, and I think other people need to hear that as well. Like you can heal, like, okay, everybody's healing. It's not just, you know, 30 year old me. It's not just, you know, the 22 year old who people are saying, oh, they need to go to therapy. Like we are all healing and learning and building a community together, um, and empowering each other. And I think that's big. First of all, I'm personally a work in progress, right? So I'm not totally healed from all of my trauma. I'm a work in progress. But uh, what I like about this group is that we all three have different personalities, without a doubt. And we all three figure each other out. Um, Alicia is, is the prime therapist. <laughs> She's gonna ask you questions. She and and if you don't, if you haven't dealt with a therapist, you're not knowing that she's diagnosing right. you I'm and not asking you. To, I'm not trying to do. Think <laughs> you asking questions? Well, how's I it going apologize. today? <laughs> you know, don't go well when somebody get on there. They got an attitude about something. Well, how's it going today? <laughs> I'm, I'm, Did you I'm think about you. how that would work with such a number? Right. Like, uh, uh huh. Okay. I'm not trying to assess. Trust me, that's that's another lesson I learned. A lesson I've learned: don't assess people if they don't ask you to. I'm not trying to assess. It's in your DNA, sis. I'm, I'm just being a caring person. That's all. <laughs> we know it's in your DNA, sis. But, but what do you want people to to know about the event, Alicia? Well, we're going to have guest speakers there in each um, category that we talked about. We're going to have guest speakers there to, um, to speak, um, dynamic speakers. Um, we're going to be doing some readings from our books. Um, Goldie and Melissa, they, are, they have poetry that they'll be reading, and I'll be reading some excerpts from my novel. 
And so right. they, the excerpts will kind of like, we're going to take you on a journey with our, with what we read through each of these, through, through soul, um, through soul, what is it? Soul, soul is my vibe. It's my vibe, is my vibe through each one. And you're going to take a journey and you're going to see how you can heal through this journey that we're taking together. Yeah. Uh, one thing that we want to talk about is we have three different events, right? And we're trying to capture globally the time scales of those that may be in Africa, those that may be in the UK, and of course, in the United States. So we have three dates, April 17th, which is coming up next month. We have May 1st, and then we have June 19th. Purposely, why? Juneteenth. Juneteenth, yes. Juneteenth. Black empowerment. And we've got those different time zones because one thing when we talk about community is black people, wherever you are in this world, we are connected by our DNA. Okay. It's black girl magic and the black male magic as well. It, it connects us. And so we have um, black, beautiful black people all over the world in the UK and Africa and the Caribbean. So we wanted to, and all over the United States of America, we wanted to make sure that we pick times that were um, accessible to to our beautiful black people all over the world right and of course you you don't have to be black to attend but no. you know the focus is is our poetry is based upon um that of the african-american culture but um so ladies before we close please tell us how what you do how people can reach you and so that they can connect with you, use your services, buy your book. Yes. Yeah, so uh, my publishing company, Pearl Pages Publishing, is on Instagram as well as Facebook. And you could reach our website to purchase books there, pearlpagespub.com. And uh, you'll see other authors on there as well. The name of my book is Making Up with the Universe, and it is available on that site, as well as ebook on Barnes and Noble, Apple, and Google Play. Do your books come with bobby pins? <laughs> <laughs> my books do not come with bobby pins. You play it's a tool. <laughs> 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 I am an author. I'm also um, delving into screenwriting now. So I have written, produced, and directed my first short film along with my daughter. And you can find all of my work on my website, alishanun.com. That's A-L-I-C-I-A-N-U-N-N.com. And on Instagram, Instagram, I'm at I am Ashira. That's I A M A S H I R A. Twelve, twelve. So, Goldie, did you tell people how um, they could reach you on Instagram? I didn't think I heard heard that. Uh, Pearl Pages Pub and my personal Instagram is Slap Chop. S L A A A P Chop. Slap Chop. All right. Well, guess what? It has been a pleasure. This was like we were having a meeting and I um, have thoroughly been um, entertained this evening. And I really appreciate both of you so for look so forward to connecting even more after these events for and, and making ourselves like these uh, Oprah Winfrey type women who are going to be on talk shows together. Okay. 
<laughs> so thank you both for being a part of Girl Talk. And listen, I see you because I am you. You have just listened to the Girl Talk podcast with your host, Melissa Ann. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Until next time, remember, I see you because I am you.